0: I would like you to tell the story about the, uh, the plush Kelsos, <laughs> the no,
1: Kelsos. plush
0: Kelsos, right?
1: Yeah, that, that was, that was fun.
0: Speaking of, speaking of having to get over hurdles and to continue going and to, you know, yeah. press through. Cause dude, I remember talking on the phone with you. You were like, maybe this is a sign that like, <laughs> I need to just quit and never do anything ever again.
1: Yeah, no, it was a lot. I'm trying to think how I can paraphrase this story. Cause it literally took up a year of my life. <laughs>
0: Hello, everybody. Thanks for listening to Just Be Creative. I'm Chris Norsworthy. You can find all of our links at justbecreativepod.com. Today is the second half of my conversation with Jordan Burke, and you can find him at kellyandkelso.com.
1: So in the beginning, when I when I first did my Kickstarter, I had my book, and I had a plush koala to go along with it. And so I raised all the funds I needed for my Kickstarter, which was an unreal it was amazing so i was able to order all my Mm -hmm. books and my stuffed animals and my shirts and get basically launch my small business but in the meantime i'm waiting months and months and months and months for my plushes and nothing like no movement and i'm trying to think how i can paraphrase this story because it literally took up a year of my life
0: yeah no but this guy
1: this guy, long story short, that I had paid. I don't want long story short. I want
0: long story. <laughs>
1: okay. This guy had paid. Give me medium story short. Medium story. I can do that. So this guy had paid, was kind of like the middleman between me and these factories in Asia.
0: Oh, I forgot about
1: this. And he had only paid the factory enough to create all my stuffed animals, thousand something mm-hmm. Kelsos. Yeah. But he didn't pay them enough to release them once they were shipped to the U.S.,
0: Right. So I, I've run into this too, because like pin, well, I've avoided it, but pin man, like enamel pin manufacturers, like no one in the United States creates or manufactures enamel pins. Um, if you go to a, an American website, they're outsourcing it to like a factory in China. So whenever I ordered mine, I went through, like I found somebody in China and just contacted them directly, thankfully. And that was a lot easier. Totally. So you paid, you paid somebody the, Full amount, right? You paid yeah. this guy. We'll because call him I, I was Mr. green. X. Yeah, Mr. paid Mr. X the full amount. He's here in the United States. Mm-hmm. And when I, he I did, was green,
1: and I wasn't, I was yeah. new to all this in business, and mm-hmm. I didn't realize I could have just paid him half at that point. But <laughs> right. he made it sound like it was all or nothing, basically. So I paid him the amount, and my pleasures get created. I've seen pictures of them. I know they exist. Mm -hmm. you know and i have a sample it's amazing the quality is amazing i'm super pleased with it. i just want them here and like a a great quality quality haha and they (laughs) arrive and then i get this like mean message from the you know shipping freight company and it's basically saying listen your guy's not paying us you need to pay us if you want to see these koalas um like a ransom note i'm just kidding no and they were like
0: letters cut out of a
1: magazine <laughs> exactly paper but, piece of paper yes but sent via email um <laughs> and
0: so, they, they took a picture of it and then emailed it
1: yes so they're telling me that if i don't come up with um i think it was like almost four thousand dollars for these you know stuffed animals they're going to turn around and sell mm-hmm. them to like whatever you went at like a local fair right you know and i just the after idea of somebody
0: after you've paid for them
1: Uh uh-huh you've
0: you've paid for them in full and now you're gonna have to double it basically to get them
1: totally and it was just it was a huge bummer and i remember trying to get like legal help but again here i am i'm a small business i don't really have that much you know to begin with i wouldn't have run a kickstarter if i had money and so here i am needing legal help and i couldn't really find any because nobody really know how to knew how to go about it Mm mm-hmm and so Plus I ended the it, money
0: you would spend on legal help. Totally. It's would, like, it, it was only a few thousand, not say, you know, quote unquote, only a few thousand dollars to, to just get the koala. So it's like, you might as well just pay it that rather than pay a lawyer. Cause will you know paying more.
1: Yeah. And I remember being so torn cause I'm like, here I am. I'm like the inclusion speaker, the kindness spreader. And I'm over here wanting to like, <laughs> just like take this guy out and destroy his business. And I was so torn towards the end of it. Yeah. Towards the end of it. Yeah. Cause again, here we are a year and I still don't have my product Mm -hmm. and he's avoiding my phone calls and it just, it was this big mess. And I remember having somebody reach out to me and then I realized I wasn't alone in this. He had done this to 20 other people. Mm. Yeah. And so they all started opening up to me and telling me, you know, their stories and basically gave me the like, just throw in the towel you, you don't have to do this any, you know, there's no way of fighting him. Don't go for legal stuff. You'll just end up going broke and all this stuff. And I just didn't sit well with me one night I had this idea and I typed up this letter and I thought, let me send it to all these guys. And so I did, I sent it to all of them and I said, rephrase a few things, tell your story, you know, but please don't cuss, please don't yell, please don't use all caps. Cause the way at this point they had been handling everything was through anger, which I mm-hmm. get it. Because for them, it sank their businesses because their businesses were nothing but a plush. I had the book to fall back on. Mm. So, the book was my main product. So, the plush really didn't affect my business. It was just super frustrating because it was a big loss. Yeah. And anyways, long, like we were able to make this guy basically uncomfortable enough that he ended up um, coming up with the funds. Um, after, we had already done some fundraisers and stuff to try to raise money to get the save the koalas. Was, I think we had like a save Kelso koala thing going for a while. And a lot of people were trying to help us. And eventually we were able to make enough that I was able to drive down to Houston and pick up my koala shipment.
0: And speaking of collaborating, you were like, Hey, this guy emailed me, read his email. And this is what I want to say, but this is what I should say. So uh-huh. say what I should say. <laughs> it was it's, like, okay, again, Maybe let's not use that word
1: <laughs> for real. for I know that, that was the thing is I want to stay true to who I am. Which, I always want to show love. I always want to show kindness, and that's hard when you know somebody's straight up taking advantage of you. Yeah, but I also refuse to put my character, you know, to the side to deal with the situation. And so yeah. it did. It took you proofreading a few things and you know editing some of my language to <laughs> um, you know first to get our koalas back and to uh, you know send those couple of emails.
0: Yeah, but well, yeah, like I said, you were you were on the edge of literally giving up <laughs> all
1: of it uh
0: several thousand dollars you know you're just getting off the ground i mean that is a it is a make or break kind of situation
1: yeah well and i was just blessed that i was able to stay afloat the whole time with you know just book sales and that Mm -hmm. i have followers that understood when i was like guys you know something came up with the you know koala situation it might be a while before you actually get them to you guys that everyone was understanding
0: well that yeah that's awesome can we want to talk a little bit about your newest book
1: coming out so one of the things that it's so funny because i remember talking to your brother and i was like he said something about one of my books and i was like bro you haven't even read my books and he just started (laughs) laughing He was like i haven't he said write one about new orleans and i might actually read it and so i was like deal and you know here we are and so we've got kelly and the star of new orleans and that's when i decided to introduce the girl with vitiligo and so it's still a Kelly book. You still have Kelly and Kelso, but they go to the city of New Orleans, uh, where they hang out with Jen Tilly and uh, her stuffed animal, Gidry Gator. It's really cool because I
0: wonder if I can, uh, if my brother will let me share the video he made of you trying to pronounce all of the uh, <laughs> names of the streets and, and shops in New Orleans.
1: I'm I'm from okay. I'm from Texas, and I cannot pronounce a single street name. Anything we passed <laughs> when I came to visit you guys. It was great. Yeah, it was, it was great. Um, Chapatulis, I think, was the hardest one for me to get. You
0: got it. Yeah. I have no yeah. clue how to spell it. <laughs> it starts yeah. off like T-C-H, and then it's O-U-P-L. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's it's not an easy word.
1: I was like, there's no vowels in the beginning of it. How, where do you even start? <laughs> so, yeah. No, the video is hilarious. But I remember I've, I've been to New Orleans twice, and I love the culture. I love the cuisine. I love just the vibe, the music. And with every book, we have a uh, a free song download in the back of a fully produced song. And I remember thinking, how cool would it be to have something that's like heavy in the you know the bass uh, brass type music with like you know trumpets and trombones and all that, as well as having like kind of pop um, attributes so that kids would enjoy mm-hmm. it. But tying that into my book. And making it just this fun tribute to New Orleans, but also covering vitiligo and then also having a character with Down syndrome in it. And I remember pitching the idea to a few people and they just looked at me and they were like, it's a lot. You know, it's <laughs> it's a lot going on. And I'm like, but you haven't read my book. And they're like, but, what you, but from what you've told us, it's a lot. And so yeah. it's been probably one of my hardest ones to market because... Before, I could say, oh, this book's inspired by my Uncle Kelly, and people were like, oh, we love Kelly, and they right. would just purchase it. But with this book, I'm trying to introduce them to somebody new. Kelly's not in the forefront, and it's just been a little bit harder for me to market. But I will tell you that seriously, anyone who's read, uh, like read the book, um, I know you, your brother, and many others, uh, a lot actually from the New Orleans area, from Louisiana, they told me this is their favorite book in the series yet and i honestly didn't expect that even from some of my family. So i'm super excited about this book and i can't wait to introduce these new characters. Um i brought Tex back which is Kelly's dalmatian. He was missing mm-hmm. in the second book and at a few schools i'd go speak at that was one of their questions is where was Tex? Why wasn't Tex in this book?
0: <laughs> and there's a new animal character,
1: Gidri. Yeah. And I'm super excited about him too. He's fun. He's got the big tail, and um, our friend, you know, our mutual friend Jonah does the voice of him in any of my advertisements. So that's fun.
0: (laughs) Jonah Thibodeau. Yep, yep, yeah. So Jonah. (laughs) So uh, we Jonah Thibodeau, um, which Thibodeau is starts off. You know, it's one of those other words. It starts off with a T H and T-H-I.
1: So are are you gonna tell about how I thought his name was Thib? thib yeah so we
0: call him like Jay tib and uh you thought in the
1: text message group that we had for like yeah. six years yeah <laughs> and so i always thought it was Jay thib so when i show up in new orleans after six years and i'm talking to him i said something about thib and they all just kind of like it's like dead silence and then just like broke out in laughter and they're like <laughs> do you really think that's what his name is oh it's so good so I know, funny. and I and yeah. I slipped up the other night on the phone. If any cancel him, man, culture
0: that. comes after you, dude, it's going to be for writing a book about New Orleans when you can't even pronounce Thib.
1: But if we're being honest, there's a lot of words I can't pronounce, even in Texas. Fair. That's fair enough. But, no, it was hilarious. I was on the phone with him the other night, and I slipped up and said Thib. And he was like, bro, like, you know better by now. And I was like, I know. Sorry.
0: That's funny. Yeah, so how's the – just i was gonna say how's a kickstarter going but can you i know i want
1: to let you go can explain what a kickstarter
0: soon? is well just not explain what a kickstarter is but now this is your third time at least doing a kickstarter can you just um, like second talk about this is your second kickstarter mm-hmm. okay you just talk about like how it's going right now and what it's like even doing it because that's a lot of work in and of itself
1: Dude, I forgot how much work went into one because I, my first one, I did it back in 2018 and I've had yeah, a team yeah. of people helping me. So yeah. I had people kind of like, because like I told you earlier, I screw up words. I had people kind of helping me on how to talk, what to say and helping me <laughs> like type my letters and make everything like dot on my I's, cross on my T's. So everything looked and came out super professional. Mm -hmm. And this go round, I did more of it uh, on my own and the amount of work that goes into it. Like seriously, I started prepping for it. It launched September 1st and I started prepping for it back in like February and like March. And that's just me making my graphics and writing my bios and explaining what it is and coming up with how much everything's going to cost and then creating pie charts for that. And, trying to figure out what is the best, you know, price for each product and what products do I want? And coming up at this point, you have to also have a product. So I had to, you know, I wrote my story and I had to come mm-hmm. up with names, which there was a few that I remember going around and around with you on and you were just like, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, There's all this prep work that went into it. And then I wanted a video cause some of the best Kickstarters have a video presentation. And I remember having to get all the stuff ready for the video and then you have to write your own lines as well as other people's. And then I wanted people that actually had vitiligo to be a part of the video. So I had to reach out to them and explain to them what it is I'm doing without anything to really show them and them just trust me off of my manuscript and a few images. I don't know if I've said this earlier, but before I even wrote my book, Um, because I know a lot of things about down syndrome because I was with my uncle Kelly for 14 years. And prior to that, I was just, you know, I grew up with him. So I know a lot of things about down syndrome. I don't know very much about vitiligo. And so before I even started typing or writing, I immediately found me some, um, models on Instagram that had vitiligo and I reached out to them and I explained what my heart was for this series and what Mm -hmm. I wanted to do. And I said, would y'all be open to me doing a Q and a and asking y'all some questions? And they absolutely loved are, are you it. Sure
0: you, are you sure you just didn't want an excuse to reach out to models? <laughs> <laughs>
1: right. There was one of them. I was like, and I'm going to need your number as well as your email. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So no, I reached out to these models and they wrote me and we started interacting and I asked them these questions and they just gave me an honest feedback of what it was like growing up with vitiligo. A lot of mm-hmm. them didn't get it until they were like in their early teens or later. And so, you know, there's still children that have it, but for them they didn't get it until they were probably in their teens. And so they talked about the struggle of trying to cover it up with makeup and people asking them questions in public and really not knowing what it is. And the way people would ask them questions came off more rude than curious. Mm-hmm. It's something they started out being really ashamed of, but by the end, obviously here they are modeling and they're all drop dead gorgeous. And they're they're owning it. They're owning the fact that they have vitiligo and they look amazing. And so that's really something I wanted to bring to the Gentilly or Tilly character is I wanted her in the beginning to be a little unsure about herself. And she wants to play her trumpet and she wants to play a jazz fest. But she's a little nervous that people are just going to stare at her skin and not listen to her music. Mm. And after some encouragement from some of her friends and family, and then you've got Kelly. And one of the things I loved about my uncle was he didn't know your class, whether you're rich or poor. He didn't notice, you know, skin color. He didn't notice anything. And he he just he just loved to love. He just loved people. And we would be at the mall walking, he'd just wave at strangers because that's who he was. Uh-huh. And so it was such a perfect book and character to introduce, you know, Kelly to because Kelly would just love this kid regardless. And that's one of the things I talked about in the very beginning of the book is how Gentilly loves Kelly because he never noticed her skin. Mm. And so, but by the end of the book, you see her kind of becoming a little bit more empowered, a little bit more empowered until she finally embraces you know her skin and um learns to love herself. So it just I was super cool. excited. I'm still super excited about this book.
0: Awesome. So your Kickstarter officially ends on
1: October 14th
0: October 14th all right yes and then once that's over people will be able to purchase it and your well, other two books are available on Amazon already
1: yes and our website um, if they if okay, they order it through again. the website I can actually sign it so I recommend ordering it through the website
0: okay and um you can do that order through the, so that's kelly and com. yes sir and then, sorry, what was I trying to ask? Oh, is the so the the new book will be available to order. You can either do it through Kickstarter now, or if you're listening to this after
1: October 14th, I don't really have a set date for when it'll okay. become available on the website yet.
0: Okay, the first two books are definitely worth getting, uh, and they are available now. And if you get them, go order them now. You'll have them in before Christmas, and uh, that'll be a good Christmas gift. For people. Stuffer. Stocking stuffer? Yeah, it sounded like you said stalking stuffer. So yeah, don't like randomly <laughs> just follow people home one night and give them accent. Sorry, I'm not trying to make fun of you. That's just what no, I heard. No, no, uh, it was a funny picture in my brain. Well, awesome, Jordan. Thanks for yeah, uh joining me on the podcast. And uh is there anything else you'd like to share before we sign off? Um, Are we signing off before we like end the podcast and go i got i got work to do man i got i got a spring fest no fall fest, spring fest i got a fall fest this saturday and i got a comic con the next saturday
1: dude you're busy it's, yeah
0: well it's almost christmas so all this stuff's ah, happening. it's true yeah i you saw
1: know. you painting the other day so yeah cool. kicking it out oh man i think yeah. we're good
0: Awesome. Uh, so everybody, thanks for listening. It, this has been Chris Norsworthy with his friend Jordan Burke uh, talking about Kelly and Kelso. And uh, this thanks is... for having me, man. Just be creative. You're welcome. Thanks for coming on.
1: Yep, yeah. Do you think you'll be able to work with that?